listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. This for y'all that think that I don't write enough. They're just mad because I got the Midas touch. You love her, then you gotta get a world tour. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for her. This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Uh, you get embodied by a singing nigga. I'm not the type of nigga that I type the niggas. And shout out to my boss bitches, wiping niggas. Make sure you hit them with the prenup. Then tell your man to ease up. I did another one. I did another one. You still ain't did shit about the other one. Got the drink in me going back, back to back. back. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. I was about to say Saturday. Well, we're going back. Yeah, uh, back to back. Uh, well, on a Sunday <laughs> morning, um, uh, afternoon, really. But, um, you know, doing our thing as usual. Um, before we even get started with, uh, most of the introduction stuff to the show, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff, um, people, we got, we got a couple shout outs that we like to give because, uh, people send stuff in, uh, to, to, to the show. First of all, Tanya W sent us a nice, uh, mini five spice set. Yeah, and it had like a little thing of popcorn that lasted a smooth 20 seconds. Yeah, I shouldn't say us, but I really mean Karen. <laughs> right. Cause she said, uh, for my fellow foodie Karen on your thousandth episode, enjoy these from an NYC purveyor. A sprinkle on anything is magic. So thank you, Tanya W. Yes. Can't wait to use it. Karen, yeah. Karen can't wait to use all those spices and, uh, hook it up, man. Uh, and then we also got this, uh, card. Um, Rod and Karen, congratulations on your incredible achievement of a thousand episodes on TVGWT it's a testament to your to you guys hard work and dedication to your craft i discovered your show about three and a half years ago during a really tough time in my life and you guys were a consistent voice in my earbuds that made me laugh made me think and helped me get through a really difficult time and for that i will be forever thankful forever appreciative and forever supportive of the two of you at tbgwt when i press play on episode number 317 and listen to you guys discuss brian mcknight's song examining the function the functionality of a vagina i had no idea that 700 episodes later you guys will still be going strong and putting out the best funniest podcast available thank you for your consistently uh consistency hard work and general awesomeness here's to 1000 amazing episodes and wishing you peace love and success towards 1000 more rob aka black rob aka black ass rob aka that racist ass nigga in the chat room thank you very much black rob and uh we do have champagne yeah uh, we have not opened it yet no but we do have it and we do appreciate it and we will be drinking on it soon yes i might give me some orange juice to make me a mimosa mm-hmm. so and also i want to tell a hot five starter thank you for the t-shirts yeah hot five starters send us some dim thrones t-shirts that were lovely and uh you they know they're so good on the skin yeah they, they yeah they're great quality t-shirts right for one. and they're so comfortable you fuck around and forget you got it on yeah so that's dope man like mm-hmm. a lot of people really been showing us love for a thousand episodes and uh whatnot and we appreciate everybody taking the time out to do that we do and we thank you for the love and it means a lot to us y'all because I went by, we and Roger was like, let's check the mailbox. And we went in there. We was like, well, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I got packages. So thank you, everybody. Um, all right, man. Let's, uh, g- introduce the show. So the Blackout Tips, theblackouttips.com, uh, theblackouttips.com slash premium. You want to become a premium listener. Uh, you know, this is a show we do five days a week. The motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. 
and uh you know hopefully you guys will enjoy it uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme karen and i are both on twitter i'm Rodimus prime i am say dat again dat as in d a t and this podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions makers of fine handcrafted audio plays they have a new one starring me and karen called passengers and just for 99 cents on itunes you can enjoy this new study on the joys and exhilaration of air travel you can go check it out on itunes it's called passengers and it stars me and karen by shadow Doll productions i'll put it in the chat if you guys want to save the link for later if you want to check it out yourselves or whatnot but um yeah we're all in there and we have having some fun man um what else did i want? oh and then of course of course this episode is also brought to you by bevel that's right guys um this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps go to getbevel.com today use tbgwt to check out uh at the code and you get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right um and i think that's all the advertisers now let's get into the show show all right there's all kinds of stuff going on that people have been talking about uh you know all kinds of big news and whatnot uh i guess uh start with what everybody's been talking about um that fantastic and yes it was not good that that is not what i was gonna say oh i'm, I'm but, sorry uh, sorry that's a good point though karen um that fa- we did see fantastic four we mm, will be reviewing mm, it soon um and uh i was not a fan mm, if, mm. If you want a quick spoiler alert did not like it nope i'm sorry i thought that was the, the news because you know a lot of people had a lot to say about that um all right so i guess uh what i noticed most people were saying were uh people were talking about black lives matter interrupted bernie sanders again remix they was like we back niggas mm-hmm. i guess he thought it was over but mm-hmm. uh they dropped another one then another one right still ain't did shit about that other one right they was like back to back we here again mm-hmm. he was like i can't believe this is happening to me again right they was like how you gonna handle that i think we got some uh audio of how they rolled up on them let me see oh man oh man oh man Holding up them signs. Not again. Yeah, I learned a game from William Wesley. You can never check. Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. That's the wrong audio. Here's the you, audio. You should. I, I, I think that's the right audio. Here's the actual audio of them rolling up on him. Um. Thank you, Seattle, for being one of the most progressive cities in the United States of America. We, we want an opportunity to address. We want to know okay. 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 Well, ask him. Get him in check, and we're shutting this event down. Now, if you do not listen to her, no, no, your event no, 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 will be no, 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 shut down right now. Right now, your decision. Make a decision now. One day, when the glory comes. Wait, did they add that? Right. Okay. I didn't do that. I didn't no. do that. Okay. I look like you. Look like where they had the music come from. Did they start playing Glory in the middle of this? They might have. Oh, one day when the war is won. 
No, we are going to we are going to let you on the mic. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are trying to be reasonable. We are trying to be reasonable. We are trying to be reasonable. We are trying. We're going to give you. We're going to let you on the mic. We are going to give you the mic. We will after Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. Yeah, you know what's funny? They still don't realize that um there is no after Senator Sanders. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like the option is this or they're gonna protest and disrupt the, the speech anyway. It's not <laughs> like yeah. it's not it's not two choices like, oh, we'll just wait our turn. Like they're like they're not that's not what the the like can you imagine someone like um yeah, Martin Luther King and them are planning on marching, but they're gonna wait until everybody's gone to bed. And then uh they'll get up then and then they'll they'll march, you know, when they don't want to be a problem to anybody. They yeah, just wanna quietly after he speaks, it's irrelevant. Yeah, they're gonna march on Washington, but they're gonna wait until, you know, a holiday and when, <laughs> when you know, they're gonna a, wait till school is out and when traffic is down to, to the ah. lowest. After Senator Sanders. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're 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 shutting it down. You are are shutting it down. You are disrupting this event. You are disrupting this event. We will. No, you are shutting it down. We are shutting. We will we will shut it down. You are shutting it down. The use of glory is <laughs> like I don't know if they keep playing that at the campaign to like okay, stop, or if that's like added in post edit. But it is amazing that they chose that fucking song. Right? Really? How long are you gonna go? How long are you gonna go? We will give you, we will give you, how long do you want? Let her speak. Let speak. No, no. Stop no, asking no, questions and no. let her speak now. No, we will give you a couple of minutes. We're going to let him. I have it to the mic. I don't know. All right. Uh, I thought it continued to play glory. Let me ask them to let me speak. Go ahead. Um, my favorite, um, uh, <laughs> my favorite critique of these uh, ladies that got up there is the, well, if they would have just been nice, uh, critique. <laughs> like, oh, that, that wouldn't have mattered. Like they were gonna, like everyone, like it's like they would have came up and said, "Man, please have the mic." They were like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, Bernie. <laughs> these ladies have something to say." Mm-hmm. Um but yeah so they uh you know shut down the rally according to um now the thing is the people that there's there's mixed um information some people are saying the people that organized the rally shut it down some people are saying bernie sanders left from my understanding he left the stage area because they did get a chance to speak they wanted four and a half minutes of silence for the four and a half hours that michael brown was left his body was left out there um and you know they basically said that the seattle um while being a progressive place was still extremely racist 
um which is you know i'm not surprised we've covered uh, uh that judge in seattle who actually got paid to funnel black kids into the private prison system for juvenile offenders but you know once you're in the system you're in there for life correct uh and he got paid money to do it and he ended up getting convicted but how many of those kids lives will never be the same now? right um so even in the most and that's a city that has a reputation of being extremely progressive so even in a very progressive city you have pr- progressive politicians progressive judges still funneling black people straight up through racism uh into um you know into the system even you know even in the city that says hey we want to have a a higher minimum wage we want to make sure that you know people can have a living wage you still have racism come through and the mentality is pervasive yeah racism can be progressive yeah um am i frozen let me read am i frozen on your screen yes all right thank you let me uh refresh i didn't realize you were frozen though my bad it's all right no problem um, but yeah you still have these people that uh they claim to be progressive but they're just not racially progressive and correct the assumption is that if someone says they're progressive then that means that covers everything with race for them too and that's kind of what bernie sanders has been living under and it's what a lot of his supporters have been living under this idea of like no no this is good enough you know now yeah like y'all not slaves no more so we are progressive and the shit don't work like that now for the record i've been saying he's been doing a good job of talking about uh racial issues and black lives matter and stuff for the last two weeks and i think he has um but apparently behind the scenes and when the you know when 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 it's time for the feet to meet the fire you know he doesn't meet with these groups which right that's the problem seems very like i I, like i can't believe that he hasn't been reaching out in every city that he plans to have a grassroots effort campaign and and like and and try to find out where these organizations are there's no bigger better grassroots organization than black lives matter they like of all the organizations currently in the u.s that's the only one that can probably shut down your shit Mm mm-hmm because they're organized they're well you know what i mean like like they're organized well motivated and um you're completely petrified of them so right if that's the case you need to start meeting with these guys uh, behind the scenes hire people from within the movement um like do something to keep this shit from happening to you because at this point it's on you you know what i mean like how how does the same thing happen to you twice and you're not gonna be prepared again right that that and people can say what they want to say about president obama but president obama met with these people at the white house right uh organ organiz, organ people that are organized people from different um groups and was like hey let's talk let's sit down let's see where you're coming from let's see how uh we can uh do this you know together um not taking over or taking control but just being aware of your concerns and things like that and those are the things that matters and going to uh seattle and speaking to a bunch of white folks is completely different than you pulling a group aside with a specific set of issues and talking to them and the thing about bernie sanders is that okay you go on tv you go on these tours yes you have turned on your view of race but the people that you need to be talking to and the people that you need to be addressing aren't the people aren't the majority of the people in these groups and that's the problem they're like, look, either you're going to come to us or we're going to come to you. And that's something that you're you're going to have to fix. Yeah. And I mean, the crowd was calling for these women to be arrested, mm-hmm. tased. 
um booing you know of course um so it's not like you know and i've always said i have more hope for him as a candidate than i do for his supporters i the the kind of person that has been you know yelling at me via email twitter voicemail all this shit is the kind of person that's been that way their whole lives and their parents have been that way correct and they think that they should be like patted on the back for just not yelling nigger at me right um and that's it like i've had someone said bernie sanders has done nothing but good for black people i was like so you do understand that pointing out shit that happened 50 years ago and then not doing anything for the next 50 years isn't nothing but good it's a lot of nothing in that nothing but good <laughs> yes, you know what it i mean is people are defining not being harmful as being positive that's not necessarily the same thing you know um it's like if i went well i don't call women bitches so you know (laughs) like i don't rape them and beat them yeah i don't i didn't rape any women today i didn't rape any of these whores you know what i mean like that like like okay i guess but you don't get pat on the back for that no you don't be a goddamn decent human being you know so that was one of the things the other thing that was uh being leveled uh last night at me a lot was this idea like you need to support him as an ally he's the only choice if you really want this you need to support him well you want the gop to win and here's my thing no matter what happens there's going to be a democratic candidate right mm-hmm. whether it's bernie or not probably won't be bernie but whoever you know hillary whatever aren't you gonna vote for hillary then i mean you keep telling me how evil and she's a criminal and she's uh the worst and whatnot that doesn't seem like a very good ally for you like you're not doing a good job as a democrat or as a supporter of liberal politics by tearing down hillary clinton right now what why would you do that to her i mean don't you want her to go through undamaged as you want bernie to go through you don't want anyone to say anything negative about bernie but the vast majority of them was just using hillary as a bludgeon to be like you want hillary to get in it's like but you said that we should just take the best of the worst choices right so if hillary is the best of the worst choices aren't you gonna shut up and vote for her too no a lot of them fuck around probably won't go to the polls then that would make them hypocrites right because this is what i was told as a black person why i care about my issues specifically when we're just trying to keep the the gop out of the house so if that's the case the same thing should apply for hillary clinton right Correct. no matter how reprehensive even the fact that i've never uh urged any support for her even though the fact that i've never uh really said that uh she's any better than bernie sanders um the fact that you keep bringing up hillary clinton's name when i have not right makes me, it just makes me think like well then you sound anti-hillary and that seems weird because your whole thing is that we shouldn't be anti anybody that's quote unquote on our side right correct so why don't y'all just bow down and just vote for hillary when it's time to if if that's what it comes down to you know 14 uh 15 months from now right um so yeah the uh they demanded four and a half minutes of silence a few minutes of silence after a few minutes of silence the protesters said they wanted to confront sanders for failing to address their concerns when he was similarly interrupted uh at netroots um the Westlake protesters would not let Sanders take the microphone, prompting rally organizer Robbie Stern to say the event was over because the demonstrators were determined to stop it. Sanders left the stage, walked through the crowd, greeted supporters before leaving in a white Jeep for a fundraiser uh, on Capitol Hill, uh, which, you know, he packed out the house again. Um, 
and then at the at the comment the reporter the the place the comment tavern the reporters were barred but sanders could be heard by a crowd watching outside through open windows he said when we stand together when black and white stand together when gay and straight stand together when women and men stand together uh when we stand together there's nothing nothing we cannot accomplish um in a written statement addressing the westlake protest sanders said that he was disappointed that two people disrupted a rally attended by thousands i was especially disappointed because on criminal justice reform and the need to fight racism there is no other candidate for president who will fight harder than me which sounds just like he kind of missed the point there you know this idea of like um yeah man it's just it was just the two of y'all and y'all just stood everything down y'all just ruined my good time Mm -mm. we just came out there to talk about not black lives matter right it's a and what people fail to realize i mean you talked about this uh in the car what people fail to realize a lot of the black movements they're not like the civil rights movements of years ago they're completely different um you don't have a quote-unquote leader you have divisions and sales per se and each uh division or each group may not be in contact and may not know what the other group is doing so it's one of those things where you have to address these things uh wherever you go because like you don't you don't know when we're going to show up where they're going to show up you don't know what they're going to disrupt and because you quote unquote don't have a leader to sit down a lot of people uh have that old school mentality and they would rather just dismiss the whole cause and then get shocked when they feel like well why are we why are we getting attacked from every direction that's because you still thinking old school like you're gonna sit one person down or talk to one person and that's gonna be over well and it's they're not, not even do- work like that but they're not even doing that like he hasn't sat down with anybody and that's his fault you know he blew off the meetings that he did schedule and then yes, since then did. you haven't like that's the thing i was saying earlier and like i that's why i wasn't very you know i wasn't being like yes bernie you got my vote like because i was like none of this matters until he does this with black people Correct. and i've been consistent about that from day one you can talk the talk all around the universe if you want to but when it comes down to saying this in front of black people and to black people and addressing the issues of black people to their to our faces he's failing at it you know what i mean like and this and this isn't something that you're going to be able that he's going to be able to do at one of these uh rallies either no this is something he's going to have to say let me schedule a meeting right because these people are fucking serious and if i want to have a grassroots campaign well grassroots is composed of the people that support me well you have a problem with your supporters many of your supporters are just straight up racist right so i mean the people that have contacted and harassed me those people represent your campaign as well and people go well vote for the candidate but not the people that represent uh but not the people that vote for him that's that's kind of bullshit because it's a grassroots campaign Mm -hmm. so grassroots is for the people by the people that's what it's supposed to mean so he got a people problem (laughs) right you know so i can't i can't i can't just disregard that and you know i saw people saying like maybe it's uh yeah just you know gop conspiracy hillary clinton conspiracy uh uh 4chan conspiracy it's not a conspiracy i've talked to these people these people have harassed me people have sent their work emails towards me people have used their regular their real facebook accounts to contact me people have um you know left voicemails for us with their real phone numbers these aren't fake people these are just tone deaf white progressives who are very upset 
that people would dare take a stand on the issue of black people dying in police hands that, right that like they they are, it is up disrupting their party they they wanted to just party on bernie sanders and they and they wanted to have fun to you know with these rallies and let's talk about economics and let's talk about getting the one percent and all this shit and that's cool and that's fun but when you bring up racism it's like oh now we have to get off topic and we don't get to talk about the economy and the one percent and taxes and all this shit so now it's to us right so now there's a bunch of anger coming towards people who would dare speak out and the anger is going to come right back because they don't realize that these black people have been angry for a very long time we live here you know what i mean y'all are just visiting this anger this is our residence we have set up permanent shop in this anger you're not gonna out angry us you sure not and i'm you're not gonna out lecture us you sure are not and what they fail to realize is that once you get to a state that uh you're kind of almost conditioned to be in this anger is one of those things where i can believe you me child i can outlast you what you're feeling is temporary and you're either gonna we're either gonna have a standoff or you're gonna give up and you're gonna leave because i'm not going nowhere because me uh not being anger not being angry is life and death for you it's a motherfucking game it's it's a joke it's yeah it's it's a, it's to them it's still politics because right. they, they, i can tell because they say stuff like well how come they're not interrupting hillary clinton well one hillary clinton has closed events correct she also as a former first lady has secret service around her right at all times um but if they if and when they can get to her she gonna get got mm-hmm. like if and when they can get to her she will get got the second thing is it ain't really about bernie sanders Mm-mm. I've been trying to say this from jump too. It's about the progressive space as a whole. It's about the lack of will to really step forward on black issues as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's about his supporters. His supporters have no one to blame but themselves for this. And, and people that have followed our show have witnessed the reverence that they hold them with, but also the indifference to which they hold our issues with. You know, they hold us basically in contempt. So yeah this is what happens you're gonna the reckoning is that your party is gonna be interrupted every fucking time that they get a chance until he sits down and meets with somebody and talks to them and here it comes up with some specifics because y'all keep giving me these platitudes and you keep giving me these bona fides from 50 years ago like oh yeah yeah well you know um 50 years ago he did blankety blank and we're like so what i'm hearing is like let me give you my resume okay um hey i'm gonna apply for the job of president and um you go hey, all right let me see what your uh what your racial um you know your racial platform is well 50 years ago i did something yeah there's 50 years of blank here like i see 50 years ago you did something where's the rest you know what i mean like where's the rest of what you did like where like there's black lives matter been going on for two years for i mean for a year now um where are you um where are you marching mm-hmm. where like where where like what wh- what did you do that should make me a person that wasn't alive when you marched with martin luther king vote for you today because like i said jesse jackson and al sharpton and uh you know um um uh, other and other activists marched with martin luther king but they they don't get this kind of credit from from this crowd no they don't they're called divisive they're called race baiters 
uh you know they're called the real problem the real racist from the same crowd mm-hmm. so what you know what so what are you talking about john lewis got booed when, when he came out to occupy wall street got booed this like who the fuck do these people think they are right now we're supposed to care about Martin luther king when any other time people that have marched with him and we have physically seen them in real photographs and out front and was there when he died these people come out and do things and everybody goes well fuck that but all of a sudden because it's your candidate and and, and we're supposed to care about the halfway kind of sort of relationship that you had with him way in the back of the photo your ass we supposed to care about you right because now mlk matters when these other people had real relationships with him their relationships don't matter so okay you know like i said um he uh i don't think he's gonna get it i don't think uh i mean he may he there's a lot of time left for him to get it to be honest but i don't know that him um saying stuff like two people shut down this thing and that's all that and think, thinking that that's all this is to me that's just like well then it's gonna happen again right and if you really think that that's that's all it is yeah because i think for a lot of them they think it's a flash in the pan they think as, as we get along and as we go move forward and as you know we start getting into the debates i'm just gonna come and just woo everybody and pe- people are just gonna throw my votes at me but it's not going to work like that and also for somebody who excuse me quote unquote uh knows black people per se one thing about black people you got to be truthful with black people and you have to meet them on their turf and you have to go to where they are to let them know that you care about their issues because black people have been sung and danced and and wooed from far away for years through their votes and at the end of the day not a motherfucking thing changed yeah in these liberal cities that's like that was one of the things that gets glossed over here is in these liberal cities uh many uh atrocities against black people are still happening right so it's not just oh you voted for blank now it's over we know better than that you know what i mean like that's like the thing that they keep that they that i feel like a lot of these progressives don't understand is that black people are speaking from experience not this isn't textbook shit this isn't theoretical shit we're saying even in their cities that you call progressive there are atrocities happening to black people right you know whether it's um you know uh uh, seattle whether it's boston whether it's new york which had stop and frisk like we are telling you like it this isn't a matter of well you can trust me because i vote left i lean left my policies are left my policies are very progressive economically so now we're done because we're saying even when we vote that way which we traditionally have done right right you still leave us behind and we're sick of being left behind right so if your stage gets taken that's fine i'm worried about the live being taken that's that to me that trumps this shit so if you feel a little upset we feel a lot upset right your your little inconvenience has nothing to do with our years inconvenience our years of pain our years of watching people dying in our cities our years of having cities being being abandoned uh, because of white flight and people just being scared and frightened of the color of my skin you know we're, we're progressive but in a lot of these progressive cities police officers are still shooting black unarmed people 
and you know these issues need to be addressed and i will say this and i will continue to say this president barack obama has set the uh bar high and for the first time ever you're gonna have to earn our votes and they don't know how to really earn i'm not trying to find to earn black people votes they have kind of been just thrown in a hat but black people are going no 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 we're not gonna just go with who you tell us who to vote for we have our own minds which we always have we've had our own issues which we have always had now it's time for you to really woo us and not woo us from afar but i mean come in on my face and tell me go into my community and tell me what are you going to do about black people dying what are you going to do about the injustice in the police departments what are you going to do when shit happen again are you going to send the 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 justice system to investigate federal investigations are you going to do that are you going to turn the other cheek and ignore the shit just like you because if you're going to know it now you're going to know it later and uh, for people that keep saying stuff like well what do they want they they actually have said what they want Mm -hmm. like you know they have a facebook page and um they have a press release um they have the contact information right there in it i mean they they told you what you what they want so i don't really see what the you know i don't even see why you're asking that question when you can go find out you know what i mean (laughs) like this is amazing to me Mm -hmm. people have been talking for weeks about what they want and i think they're just like a lot of people are just looking at it like well we'll just throw these platitudes out here we'll say well we care about black lives matter see i said it the end and like yeah but that's not specifics that's not a plan that's just showing that you can say the words you know um black lives matters seattle organizers supporters take over bernie sanders rally at west lake on saturday august 8 2015 uh the, i like that the uh operation was called hashtag bow down bernie action ah! <laughs> like people are amazing um it says here today black lives matter seattle will support uh with the support of other black organizers and non-black allies and accomplices helped uh, uh held bernie sanders publicly accountable for his lack of support for the black lives matter movement his blatantly silencing response to hashtag say her name and if i die police custody action that took place at netroots this year bernie's arrival in seattle is largely significant in the context of the state of the emergency that black lives are in locally as well as across america the seattle police department has been under federal consent decree for the last three years and has been continually plagued by the use of force violations and racist scandals amongst their rank and seattle mayor ed murray has refused to push any reform measures for seattle for police accountability not even the numerous recommendations of his self-appointed community police commission the seattle school district suspends black students at rates six times higher than their white counterparts feeding black children into the school to prison pipeline king county has fought hard to push through a plan to build a 210 million dollar new youth jail to imprison these children and intense community criticism and uh, amid intense community criticism and dissent the central district a historically black neighborhood in seattle has undergone rapid gentrification over the past few decades with black people being displaced from the only neighborhood that we could legally live in until just years ago while white men profited off of the legal of marijuana our prisons are still filled with black people who are over incarcerated for drug offenses this city is filled with white progressives which is why bernie sanders camp was obviously expecting a friendly and consenting audience for today's campaign visit the problem with sanders and with white seattle progressives in general is that they are utterly and totally useless when not outright harmful in terms of fight the fight for black lives 
while we are drowning in their liberal rhetoric we have yet to see them support black grassroots movements or take any measure of risk and responsibility to ending the tyranny of white supremacy in our country and in our city this willful passivity will while claiming solidarity with the black lives matter movement in an effort to be relevant is over white progressive seattle and, and bernie sanders cannot call themselves liberals while they participate in the racist system that claims black lives bernie sanders will not continue to call himself a man of the people while ignoring the plight of black people right presidential candidates will not win black votes without putting out an explicit criminal justice reform package as was said at the net roots action presidential candidates should expect to be shut down and confronted every step along the way of this presidential campaign black people are in a state of emergency lines have been drawn in the sand you are either fighting continuously and measurably to protect black life in america or you are part of the white supremacist system that we will tear down in the liberation of our people on this nearly the one-year anniversary of the ruthless murder of mike brown we honor black lives lost by doing the unthinkable the unapologetic and the unrespectable uh out of radical love for our black brothers and sisters we put our lives and our bodies on the line to testify to their persecution and resilience we join together in black love to hashtag say her name and declare black lives matter understanding that our love will disrupt the complicity and corruption of our anti-black society gop democrat and otherwise there is no business as usual while black lives are lost we will ensure this by any means necessary with the strength of our ancestors and for the future of our children black lives matter seattle co-founders marissa johnson and Merrill will afford and then they had a bunch of uh hashtags at the end um when you look at the comments it's pretty much nothing but white people being like these stupid ignorant people don't understand and they what do you not understand about him marching with martin luther king which what i and meanwhile they point out uh, we were like a comprehensive plan on how you plan to reform the criminal justice system you know like i I don't see that coming out of bernie's camp Mm -mm, mm -mm. you know like what is like how are you going to address this shit because just saying it is not going to get it done no it's not you know so you know uh it's, it's just funny um people are of course everyone's accusing the page of being fake uh accusing the people that you know the women who took the stage of not being in black lives matter uh they're hillary clinton uh people apparently um you know hear me with that one like and this is one of those things where just admit you're just anti-hillary like you don't give a fuck honestly honestly so i don't even think you give care about your candidate you just don't want her in office like for some of these people i don't even think it's about him like you said it's just we just don't like her ass um that that same irrational and illogical um complaint that people have about kim kardashian i don't like her face fuck her and that's how these people are they was like i don't care that i'm being irrational i don't care that i'm being illogical i just don't want her in office and to me it's to me it's the same mind frame it just doesn't make fucking sense yeah uh why would you disrespect bernie how stupid are you uh he marched with mlk did you this page was created within the last two days this move was so transparent i can only believe it will backfire and make people like bernie more than ever so yep that's the response you know i don't know what to tell y'all man like dude don't seem like he gonna win at this rate um it'll have to be some dramatic but, uh, changes i mean one one good thing that came out of this is um he did hire 
um um he did hire a black woman as his new public face now here's the thing some people have already been going hard on uh simone sanders and here's the half the problem is this he literally like hired her last night and within seconds people were tweeting at simone sanders at black people like see okay what see she's gonna do something about this all right and like what are you talking about right like what she's not a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card you can't just Correct. throw her Out. into the while people people know exactly zero shit about her you can't just throw her out there and play her like a card right and, and she just powers up and, and then all of a sudden everything's solved right hours after black lives matter protesters shut down a bernie sanders rally here the vermont senator's populist democratic presidential campaign once again attempted to cast sanders as a candidate of a modern civil rights movement before a crowd of nearly twelve thousand people at the alaska airlines arena on the campus of the university of washington a new public face for sanders campaign appeared simone sanders a volunteer organizer with the dc-based coalition for juvenile justice was announced as a new national press secretary of sanders campaign and was tasked with introducing the 73 year old senator simone sanders is a young black criminal justice advocate and supporter of the black lives matter movement she's also a progressive political activist right out of the sanders mode her last job was as ralph nader's public citizen in an interview simone sanders said she first connected with the senator about three weeks ago offering him advice on how to better understand the message of black lives matter activists in the hour-long chat one of my suggestions he took it and ran with it on meet the press is that racial inequality and economic inequality are parallel issues i told him you know economic equality is an issue it's something we need to address but for some people it doesn't matter how much money you make it doesn't matter where you went to school it doesn't matter what your parents do it doesn't matter that sandra blind had a job and was on her way to teach for her alma mater it doesn't matter none of that matters bernie sanders took to, to the advice simone sanders said she also confronted him with one of the criticisms he faced earlier in the summer when black lives matters activists rejected his statements about his past civil rights movement work educating america the community letting people know that who bernie sanders is and what he's about and not just oh i fought for civil rights i protested i sat at lunch counters that's important and that's great but that was 50 years ago and he has a lot more to stand on than just what he did 50 years ago yeah i'd like to know what you know what i mean uh at the end of the meeting sanders offered her a job her address at the uh seattle arena rally was her first public statement as a sanders campaign staffer among her jobs will be helping to sell a promised comprehensive uh criminal justice policy package she helped to craft and said we'll be coming from sanders campaign in the near future yeah i saw people like i said were already like well i don't want to just see a black person out here saying the same shit you're saying which we all agree on i want to see a plan i was like okay i think that's the plan is to show us a plan when they show the plan then we'll talk you know right it takes time ironically o'malley already dropped a comprehensive plan on criminal justice reform and shit the problem is he's o'malley you know what i mean like right like people just do not necessarily believe that he's the guy who's gonna do this but but if i'm um bernie sanders if i'm hillary clinton i'm reading that dude's plan and i'm copying off of him like an asian person in class okay oh lord i'm gonna just get that a you know because he had he had uh very in-depth views and and like actual criticisms of the status quo you know um he you know it's like it it matters you know Mm -hmm. so so i think they should be trying to i understand the messenger matters and that's why people aren't taking it serious because you know it's it's not like people are sitting around going oh yeah that martin o'malley such a great guy 
you know people know uh they comes from baltimore people knows what's happened in that system there but he actually had a plan he actually answers questions he actually sets down with ebony.com to discuss this all right and then people go well how come they're not interrupting him he played the game man yes he did because honestly let's just keep this real if it's one of those things where like if you really quote unquote want to get to the black community um why aren't you on uh black radio stations why aren't you on you know we have steve harvey we have tom Jordan, we have ricky smiley we have all these platforms i'll i'm just keeping it real like if you really want to be in the pulse of this and like talk about these things um but you, you i guarantee you if you be like if bernie sanders like hey i want to be on that'd be more than happy to let him own right. like that that's not a problem or issue you you're just not requesting so you know or they might be asking him and he might be declining we don't we just don't know yeah um here's um this is just some of his plan by the way it's three pages long right this is just some of the bullet points ensure transparency and accountability in law enforcement right um mandate and expanding uh and that's that's like that's not a bullet point that's just that's just the name of this section mm-hmm. mandate and expand data reporting the fbi does not collect data on police involved shootings local data is also poor and incomplete o'malley has called for and will strongly support legislation to require law enforcement agencies to report data on all police involved shootings custodial deaths discourtesy complaints and use of excessive force this data will be centralized in a universal database and made publicly available, allowing communities to observe trends and develop policy responses when necessary. But that's a very, that goes a long way. Right. Because Half of the problem is they don't even keep track of this shit. Right. So when you go and ask, they don't have a motherfucking thing to give you. You're right. like, um, how are you not keeping track of shit like this? Like, this matters. Even the numbers that have been gathered by, like, DeRay and Netta, there might be still shit slipping through the cracks because they don't have to report this shit right uh establish a national use of force standard state laws governing when police officers can use excessive force very greatly so yeah let's get a national standard for this uh expand community collaboration and civilian review of police departments exactly the community should tell you if the police are doing a good job not the other way around right and not someone outside of our community telling us they're doing a good job we in our community should get the same right as every other community to judge the police officers and be like hey man this dude's doing a good job or doing a bad job because if you treat me like a criminal and i'm fucking not i'm upset and you're not doing a good job you sure not and that ain't protecting me at all uh use technology to advance transparency um you know obviously body cameras and stuff like that that people have been talking about improve access to justice within the criminal justice system uh to uh this is another section not bullet now the bullet points under that encourage independent investigation of police cases oh well you know damn feel like i've heard that somewhere before karen oh Oh, shit we said that and so did everybody else black people been saying that forever strengthen federal civil rights protections reform civil asset forfeiture to prioritize public safety yeah because right now you can just be like we don't know where you got this money from i'm taking your cash right increase fairness in sentencing yep uh ensure fair sentencing that's another segment eliminate the sentencing disparity between crack and powder cocaine declassify marijuana as a schedule one drug reform mandatory minimum sentencing uh forge consensus for ending the death penalty like this is the kind of shit that people are talking about Mm -hmm. 
like this somebody like, been listening like this is this should be like a whole fucking speech bernie sanders could deliver you need to just copy and paste this shit invest in job training programs that work uh roughly nine million people return home from jail six hundred and fifty thousand from prison every year getting a job is crucial to their ability to re-enter communities you know so you got to reduce recidivism support re-entry programming expand good time credits amali will support legislation to allow people in federal prisons to earn sentence reduction credits by completing education and re-entry programs more broadly he will support evidence-based cost-effective reforms that allow people in prison to or jails to earn more good time credits for greater sentence reduction than federal law currently allows federal law currently allows support access to higher education in prison hey president obama said the same thing all right because that shit matters. copy and paste him too copy and paste them dramatically reduce the use of solitary confinement and ban solitary for juveniles provide pathways to full restoration of rights and benefits uh ban the box o'malley will use federal dollars to encourage states to adopt fair choice i mean fair chance policies which direct employers to delay criminal record inquiries and individually assess job applicants based on their qualifications he will make the federal government a model employer by adopting a fair chance hiring policies for all federal contractors and agencies yeah a that's the thing people want you being a criminal to be a lifelong thing right to the day you got them died you can't work you can't take care of your family you can't have any assistant you can't get educated they're like you go to jail it's like fuck you to the day you die and that's unrealistic right um you know um work to eliminate for profit prisons um like this anyway and it goes on for there's another page after this shit so this and this is an extensive plan like sanders can't sit down with black lives matter and say here's my plan right he can't say this to black people i don't understand what the disconnect is if he marched with king what is he afraid of correct you know what i mean like i just don't understand if you if this is the man you are telling me he is i don't get that his response is to turn tail and run or to simply refuse to meet with these people correct i don't understand it's how can that even be the same person could you imagine a world where martin luther king was still alive but he was like i don't want to talk to the black lives matter people i can't imagine it Mm-mm. you know what i mean like i just this is it's really amazing it really is amazing man um you know but he did but he finally added a racial justice platform as of last night to his uh campaign website bernie sanders did um that he wants to address uh physical violence um uh political violence legal violence economic violence so you know these like i said i personally am looking at this shit as people are putting the pressure on him that'll make him a better candidate even against his own constituency's will Uh, if if anything it'll be his supporters that lose votes for him but i don't think it'll be him um because i feel like his campaign is taking the right measures to improve right it's painful all progress is painful but this this could be the difference between him being a legitimate candidate or being a laughing stock and and the thing is is this and a lot of his supporters act like if if we don't have our minds made up today 
he's fucking gonna lose we got mm-hmm. a year over a year before we cast the motherfucking vote yeah people were telling me he's the only choice and shit like he's jesus like he's not the only choice you know what i mean right. I, it, it, matter of fact right now o'malley's plan is the best plan on on the books you know y'all worried about hillary but o'malley the one out here trying to get this vote it's just a matter of who he is and people's lack of trust but shit that dude that dude knew exactly what to say he sat down with some people and said give me everything that's wrong everything and we'll break it down and we'll discuss every single thing we will include it all on this platform and we'll that's what we'll say is our answer right that and the fact that he knows and so does hillary completely understand that you're not gonna win excuse me without the women and you're not gonna win without minorities that's a negative you're just not um because those votes actually matter and they matter a motherfucking lot there are a lot of women out here so you know you can't be saying crazy shit about women and you can't be saying crazy shit about minorities and you can't be not addressing immigration issues not addressing police brutality issues you can't just gloss over that and just expect people to go oh okay and then and then my thing is your lack of knowledge almost is not an excuse anymore. And the reason why is not an excuse anymore because other candidates address these topics. Well, how can the thing is you can't have it both ways. Right. He's this really savvy, uh, civil rights leader. People are touting him as, but also he's just an old out of touch white man. What should you expect, Rod? You know, why weren't, why, why, what, why did you expect him to even be good on these issues? You told me he was. I didn't expect. I was told. And, then, and he's simply not. And, and and my thing is this. You're running for office, but you're running for office for the whole fucking goddamn United States of America. Not a piece, not a part, not some of it, not the people that support you, the whole goddamn entire country. So that means you need to have people that has a pulse and that can go to these places and understand what the country needs. And when people bring these issues to you, running from them shunning from them telling them to shut up and telling them that their issues don't matter is insulting because you do not do this to any other group these this same group that comes and talk about well let's talk about economics you fucking talk about it what happened if they come talk about economics and you go well no we're not going to talk about economics we're going to talk about the one benghazi they will have a fucking fit well that's how black people feel all the time every single topic that we bring is specifically targeted towards us you want to pivot and you want to change the conversation to something else and we're tired and we go no 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 we're not going to change this conversation anymore and we will not vote for you unless you address our issues because you address any other constituents issues that they bring up to you ours matter also yeah we'll see and like i said i don't think hiring a black woman is a catch-all um, no it's not you know we have to see if they listen to her and what her the effect on his campaign will be you know there's a lot of people that are just like up oh, he hired a black woman the end it's like no that 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 is just another step in this process if they don't come out of here with something a little more specific um if they don't come out of here with uh the same way that you guys you know feel served by his economic policies if if they don't if i don't feel that way about his racial policies then it won't matter that he hired a black woman it won't matter who's saying the same shit that he's saying correct uh and it definitely won't matter if she doesn't direct him and his campaign to sit down with black lives matter people like every city they go to they should be doing that shit i don't even know why that wasn't 
taken care of already i'm actually a little bit stunned because i i just kind of assumed with the way he was talking that it was obvious that he would have been sitting down with these people i i really can't believe that he would go on tv and say that shit while not really checking with anybody to see like so am i good yet you know what i mean like right and 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 that's partially his fault and that's also like i said before partially of you not having all jokes aside young people that can really help you keep you abreast of shit you just got some people that are like out of touch with a lot of shit telling you how to run your shit shit goes wrong everybody panic and then you bought this black lady in here so obviously you're learning and that's the thing his changes are not bad and, and and a lot of times it's like well he's changing and a lot of people that support him uh yada 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 him adjusting to the changes that need to be made like those changes don't matter yeah he really just need to he really just need to sit down man and talk to these people before you get on any stage because i don't even see why it can't be why it can't be broached that way but right you know it's it's not gonna happen by just being like i did another interview and i talked about it i've been saying from jump if you're not saying it to black people it, you might as well not be saying anything i ain't that the truth anyway um good luck to bernie and uh whatnot and uh good luck to hillary and all those other people too um speaking of uh politics uh donald trump um did uh, trump 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 dog trumpity trump yeah he he he, uh he got the glp debate um with the other nine dudes up there and and you know it was pretty terrible like a ridiculous long ass nonsensical rap battle yeah if you guys want to hear what i think about it uh premium people i think the pregame for this week will probably be me and justin talking about this shit because i didn't watch it yeah it was pretty bad i i I mean i was entertained and made a lot of jokes but you know uh, it's still sad that this is half of america they're representing you know this is the other party this is the alternative to whoever comes out of the democratic circle uh you know so apparently he got into it with with megan kelly uh who is uh fox news blonde white woman uh uh that you can't be talking to it like that on tv to her okay uh-huh. like it's just one of those people like you know like yeah. like while the republican party is very misogynistic they're very anti-woman they have their special women that they do like and fox news you know megan kelly is that one of those women right like don't, you, don't come sideways at her yeah he could have got away with that talking to a lot of different women that yes, way he could have but he couldn't talk to megan kelly that way Mm-mm. which is a very clear distinction that i want to make here because their party is not pro-women suddenly <laughs> no that ain't that the truth but because he said this to um megan kelly is a um, problem everybody got upset you know and basically the question that she asked him was um you know hey man you um you've called women like pigs and fat and ugly and shit before and he tried to make a joke like oh no that's just that's just uh rosie o'donnell and she was like no wasn't just rosie o'donnell yeah i've been paying attention to listening yeah and he tried to make it see like you know i've been really nice to you and i could be worse to you you know like oh yeah yeah. Oh, like you doing me a favor? Mm-hmm. 
then he went on twitter and said wow at megan kelly really bombed tonight people are going wild on twitter funny to watch i really enjoyed the debate tonight even though fox news trio include especially megan kelly was not very good or professional he went on they're re- they not professional okay he went on to retweet a bunch of people that agree with him um that bitches ain't shit them people yeah okay you know saying that people tried to take him out and fox news tried to hit him up because like the first question they asked the whole panel was like if you do not win the the uh, nomination are you gonna be able to um support whoever does win and of course he was like nah Mm. of course if, if, if it ain't me then no right and what other answer would you expect i would expect nothing less than the best from him uh then he did an interview where he said uh well let me see if i can play it for you Talk about megan kelly because you you brought her up um she did push you pushed a lot of people but what is it with you and megan kelly well i just don't respect her as a journalist i have no respect for her. i don't think she's very good i think she's highly overrated but when i came out there you know what am i doing i'm not getting paid for this i go out there and uh you know they start saying lift up arm if you're gonna then i then and you know i didn't know there'd be 24 million people i figured but i knew it was going to be a big crowd because i get big crowds i get ratings they call me the ratings machine so i have uh you know she she gets out and she starts asking me all sorts of ridiculous questions and you know, you could see there was ah. blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. But uh, she was, uh, in my opinion, she was uh, off base. And by the way, not in my opinion, in the opinion of hundreds of thousands of people on Twitter, because it has been a brutal day, in one way a great day for Fox, and another day in the Twitter sphere, it's been very bad because she's been very badly criticized. Let's but, take a let's hey, take a she's look. She's a lightweight. At... I couldn't care less about her. In fact, you're competing against her, and I'm doing your show. That's interesting. Yep. So he's an ass. Blood coming out of her. Whatever. Whatever. And I guess the biggest thing about it is that did he think that they was gonna pay him to take his ass up for a debate? I don't know, but I just know that you guys need to get over your periods, ladies all right it's getting in the way of donald trump okay so can you guys please stop with the periods and the questions and the attitudes he also said uh megan kelly didn't know he knew what car she drove because she didn't know how to park it and uh he saw a car was crooked in the parking lot oh lord uh he said he also uh had um his main advisor um quit but he trump of course says he's fired because uh couldn't be that he was just disgusted and quit you know but uh apparently uh donald trump said no you know what i believe both stories i believe he quit and donald was like you ain't gonna quit you're fired i, I believe that will happen mm-hmm. so so i i'm not trying to find it. i believe it's kind of like they both telling the truth right i believe both uh stories i believe mm-hmm. he quit because he was like oh oh yeah you, you're crazy and he was like, i'm crazy or he was like you know what we're gonna have to get real policies we're gonna have to narrow like he basically was like hey we got to get ready for campaigning like real campaigning and and have real answers for people you know, if if we make it, and Don was like, "Fuck that, I'm gonna go away with my CEO memo," and America gonna learn the day. And he was like, "Don, you can't do that." 
we have a tremendously successful campaign and roger roger stone wanted to use the campaign for his own personal publicity a campaign spokesperson later told cnn he has had a lot of articles about him recently and mr trump wants to keep the focus on the campaign on how to make america great again stone however contends he actually quit the campaign releasing that what he says his resignation letter to the media um so basically said that him getting into these the, the fight with megan kelly was what made him quit yeah because he was like uh dog you know the women vote matter like you you are not gonna win if you piss off the women he was uh also taken off of um an event uh where where trump was supposed to be speaking uh it was dumped uh because of that period comment right because i don't know if anybody told these men with dicks women are in places of power and you start insulting them and they're in a position where if they feel insulted enough they can do something about it i'm not not dealing with that bullshit well the person that the person that was over this event is eric erickson who was also a a fellow sexist i'm telling you it's just because of megan kelly it's not about women in power any of this shit it's megan kelly is a protected white woman she's one of those few people that has gained that status where you've been not saying you can be sexist but you can't be sexist towards her right you know like some people just had that protected status you know lena dunham or taylor swift or where people just gather around them and they're just like no not for them anybody else fuck them bitches but not this one the same party that will criticize michelle obama for having her arms out on her dress come on now is somehow now completely uh upset that someone would ever say anything sexist towards a woman um the same party that had a person criticizing what the the malia and um mm-hmm. uh, what's the other obama girl why am i why am i drawing a blank on this uh sasha sasha and malia obama's dress like th- these are the same people guys mm-hmm. but suddenly trump went too far <laughs> okay uh yeah he said it's unfortunate we had to disinvite him but i don't want someone on stage who gets a hostile question from a lady and his first inclination is to imply that it was hormonal it just was wrong okay uh now of course eric anderson eric erickson has his own um his own things that he said um apparently uh so it's not like um it's not like he's perfect you know anyway which is which is hilarious um but whatever you know this is the line that people are taking in 2013 erickson and kelly locked horns over a comment erickson made about women being scientifically inferior to men citing biology erickson argued that women have always played a non-dominant role to men and that women who break the dynamic by working or being the family's primary breadwinner have a negative impact on the children and their marriage defending his comments on a post on red state a few days later he wrote women as primary breadwinners does make raising children harder increase the likelihood of harm in the development of children later that uh, that week she tore into him on her show uh for sexist comments but even years later erickson hasn't apologized or backed down from his belief that women staying at home to raise children is an ideal and optimal family arrangement um so yeah he also does the why women aren't as funny as men shit on twitter mm. yep 
one of those guys uh uh he calls uh when he dis when he disagrees with feminists on twitter yet another angry dateless feminist upset at tim tebow for being pro-life next feminist groups will lash out at all the commercials praising manly men they'll trot out lorena bobbitt to spade neuter your man that's it that's what the feminazis were enraged over seriously wow that's what being too ugly to get a date does to your brain all these angry feminists in my timeline today i thought sam alito ordered them all home to make sandwiches this morning um so okay that's what's hot in the streets all right yep i'm proud of myself for pointing out that women and gender the to the women and gender studies students that their major has no real value uh so anyway uh so yeah sanders and trump there we go that's a great start to the show mm-hmm. uh how can we keep this going oh Rand paul's uh super pack chief was just indicted yay good job everybody jesse benton a longtime aide of ron and Rand paul who is currently heading the most prominent pro Rand paul super pac was indicted by the department of justice wednesday for campaign law violations along with two associates oh the super pac that's them people who be like the senses and some shit that's unrelated to them I don't they know do what them you commercials. Oh, at that, the end of a commercial, right? That's how it sound, right? You yeah. don't know what I said. I don't know what they be saying. They be like, "Num num 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 num." This suit pack, num 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 num. Ron Paul, you be like, "Okay, that's what we're doing today." While working for Ron Paul, 2012 presidential campaign, Benton and his two colleagues allegedly arranged payments, eventually totaling seventy three thousand dollars, on an Iowa state senator, so he'd switch his endorsement from Michelle Bachman to Paul. The aides then concealed the payments by having them first made to a film production company, which would then steer them to a company controlled by a state senator. The indictment alleges the three men were indicted on a charge of conspiracy, causing false records, causing false campaign expenditure reports, and scheming to create false statements. Benton has long been close to the Paul family. Indeed, he's married to Ron Paul's granddaughter, Rand's niece. The super PAC he currently has, Americans, America's Liberty, is independent from Rand's presidential campaign and not permitted to coordinate with it. <sighs> now michelle bachman accused him of doing this shit back in 2011 mm-hmm. but i guess it didn't hit the fan until just recently it's a woman so good job rand paul we complain we complain well she does have crazy eyes karen i mean come on now that she does she probably was on her period who knows uh there is a sketchy bar that uh claims that uh their employee has a, there's about a 90 percent chance their employee did not rape a customer who's accusing him of rape a 25 year old woman says she was drugged and raped at a lower east side bar happy ending last tuesday night by an employee who has since been fired after spending 10 hours dealing with the nypd officers who she says kept suggesting that she had led him to believe it was okay she suffered additional indignity at the hands of happy ending itself a spokesperson for the bar claimed cctv showed a 90 percent chance it was a consensual behavior who, who determines that correct you know like i just wonder you like who determines that um uh happy ending takes these allegations very seriously and the employee in question was fired immediately with that evening when the management was made aware of the situation 
we will not comment any further so as to respect the privacy of the alleged victim and not hinder the police investigation we fully cooperated with authorities but after the gotham story was published on monday an unnamed rep for the bar made this odious statement to new york post page six the cctv tape showed that clearly that the alleged victim was seen kissing at the bar with the employee and was seen entering the bathroom of her own free will it shows a 90 percent chance it was consensual behavior the rep didn't explain the amazing innovation of science or magic that can reliably determine from a video whether a woman wants to have sex or not and do so accurately enough to assign a percentage likelihood to her state of mind correct you're just making shit up um by the way this is how the woman who was attacked pepper elliot remember elliot remembers what happened i just saw this dick in my face i heard a man tell me to suck his dick and i said no and i remember feeling trapped and i remember feeling like i was being held against my will and then i don't remember anything after that uh still in damage control mode happy ending was has fired nadine johnson the rep who made the 90 percent comment to the post one of the bar's owners max levey confirmed the gothamist that with gothamist that the bar had dumped johnson's pr firm and that's just scratching the surface of the disorder in happy in this house though gothamist notes that a couple of months ago happy in his manager teddy perweller was arrested for assaulting his ex-girlfriend julia fox perweller who runs a club uh with co-owners oliver stum and max levey later took an acd in the case um mm, what is an acd I, mean, I have to look that up um uh i guess you get this it was dismissed for some reason uh um, let me see oh adjournment in contemplation of dismissal which is basically a termination in favor of the accused um and he was ordered to pay six hundred dollars um fox told gothamist that happy endings misogynist co-owners declined to improve security after what happened to her in may and that's why this happened again levey told gothamist the happy ending is fighting over allegations as well unrelated to ellis alleged rape by an employee um certain third parties are attempting to use these very serious accusations as part of a broader scheme to extort money from the establishment and others in connection with an entirely separate dispute that does not involve either the complainant or the accused or our attorneys are conducting their own inquiry into these matters and will pursue all appropriate legal action so 90 percent chance okay is that like rain oh, no. can you be like uh the forecast 90 percent chance of rape yeah. uh going on today 90 percent chance um yeah i don't i don't know that that's how that works Mm-mm. um either it happened or it didn't uh, there's a there's a sushi bar in uh tokyo that is now expanding in new york mm-hmm. where you can catch your fish that you want to make sushi Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. not a fan of this Mm-mm. okay you've heard about it farm to table dining is soaring in popularity but a tokyo restaurant is using a fresher approach you might say when it comes to fish sea to table Seth Doan shows us how customers are picking up more than the tab. We've all been to plenty of fish restaurants. Let's enjoy fishing. But how about a fishing restaurant? Well, welcome to Zhao in Tokyo's trendy Shibuya neighborhood, where the catch of the day is up to you. These are the fish here. Looks like pretty decent odds. Tanks are stocked with mackerel, flounder, and sea bream, swimming around with no idea how close they are to a kitchen. 
fishing is encouraged. There's a discount if you catch your own. Eight-year-old Takao fished on behalf of his mom, Yuki Saito, who was happy to wait at the table. What did you think when you walked in? Oh, it's like uh, entertainment, like a, like a Disneyland. <laughs> kind of like Disney. Fish is central to the diet on this island nation. As we've seen at bustling Skiji Market with its astounding selection. I'm mad you can't catch squid, man. Uh, now obviously, Karen, you're ah. not you're not into this at all, huh? I mean, I mean, I I I've been fishing. I like, but and I guess because are you gonna fish them like we fish them at the pond? No, you just take a net net and you scoop out the fish that you want to eat. Oh, it's kind of okay. like picking out your own lobster at the grocery store, but okay. with fish. I've never done that before either. Okay. Well, anyway, I might can change my mind at that. Okay, so we're not gonna be using no hook or baiting and no shit. No, like you that. don't have to actually catch the fish with a worm. You just like put a net, small net in there, and you catch the fish you want to eat, okay. and then they they cook it up for you. That's well, that, what I likes. Okay, that's cool. I just hope the one I catch don't taste nasty, but that's cool. In rap beef news, Saha the Prince is talking shit about Kanye West. Who the hell is Saha? Hey, the Prince? What the fuck, bro? We're waiting for your damn album for years, man. What the fuck is Kanye doing? How would you get the fuck up and get something done? Drop that shit. If I were you, I'd stop being a little bitch. Grab an AK, load that shit up, get out there, drag Kanye's ass out. Not gonna lie, not the most hopeful with that as the start of your rap beef. Sounds like uh, sounds like some weird frat boy comedian. Uh doing all the hype work for your for your diss a lot of people left around who knows now softly laying huh. on the ground hey yay do you know what it feel like to really be signing you in real life have you ever wrote a song and you know you about to say something wrong but you're still right i hope when i'm done that we still tight but why wasn't on the cover of the complex you must have seen what i did to funk flex yeah show my nigga but i'm coming up to shine next sit the fuck down mr west ain't done yet why you in your little lambo on sunset i'm around with a gun next to me and it sound like a little boy playing with a drum set huh and then hold a hundred rounds because when you come around niggas put the gun you down you be found on the other side of town so what nigga Nobody does want to listen to the kid rap. I can't take any more. No. Oh, so that's that Saha young person. That's Saha the Prince. Oh, Saha the Prince. Yeah. Um. He's uh. He's. I mean, he's been on um. He's on Kanye West's album. 
um like that's that's where i know him from really um, i don't really you know it's not much else that i really know him from i don't really fuck with him like that uh kanye supposedly like took him under his wing okay and you know that was supposed to be like his man or whatever and uh i guess that shit didn't work out <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> i mean damn man rappers are so fucking emotional man like does anything happen in private for you niggas like you can't just let the shit go like nobody knew y'all was having problems and then you gotta just put it out there it's not like people gonna care if i was kind of yeah i wouldn't even respond to that you know no, what I was like not, that diss was not it, nearly no it was it, it wasn't worth the response yeah that that wasn't nearly what i would need in order to respond no, that diss isn't really a diss is it no it was a diss he was talking okay. shit about kanye west he was clearly saying you you know do you know what it's like to be signed to you and why well, wasn't on the cover of complex magazine and a bunch of shit i mean it didn't get personal but it's more okay. like it was more like complaining oh okay like That's, i can't believe you did me like okay this, okay because you know? okay, i'm like a diss and i'm expecting like attacks like real attacks not a not a nicely worded memo with complaints yeah so uh good for him i guess man i don't i doubt that's gonna help his situation Mm-mm. uh ar ab who uh the um who uh drake shouted out in back to back released his own back to back freestyle dissing meek mill because apparently meek was talk started talking shit about ar ab damn darling i ain't had nothing to do with this shit meek but you gonna go on stage out candid and say fuck me hey meek if it's fuck me it's fuck you nigga let's play i caught a body for i wrote a rap you rather hold a mic or rather hold a mac i just left jail guess i'm going back i blow a hole in your stomach make them sew it back i ain't got a rape i ain't got a ghost i just got a plate with a lot of coke tape and a lot of rope they tried to rob cash and i shot them both why you diss me need to diss drake that nigga killed you first 48 oh i guess you tough cause you not here you lying to the world like you not scared you rapping by the life that is not yours went to jail for a gun that was not yours you was a bum before rap money you still owe me ball pack money you only come to philly for a second i know you pay them niggas for protection i know they tell you they ain't rob for you but look them in the eye will they die for you i wonder who gonna help when the mac pour i heard nicky fuck you with a strap pour i know i gotta shoot with a mask on nigga you a pussy put a pad on this shit gonna be easy. I know your folks told on TV. I know that you gotta pay TV. I heard that you gotta pay weekly. And tell your little niggas better pipe down. I got my shooters looking for them right now. I got a hundred shooters with me right now. Fuck a rap, we can do this shit right now. I tried to keep the peace, tried to keep the peace. I even had to argue with my brother Lee. He said, please, Ab, let me kill them all. I said, damn, leak this shit wasn't deep. I don't understand what the hate be. Drake ate you, now you hate me? I just took my gun off safety. You better pay them niggas extra for safety. This shit fucked up, cause I liked you. I knew you was a pussy, but I hyped you. 
I lie to the world like you real. Everything comes to the light so the truth will. Everybody know that you rich. All the real niggas know you a bitch. If I shoot you right now, you a snitch. I just put a hundred rounds in my clip. Okay. Oh, um, mm-hmm. people can say what they want to say, but Drake's was funner. Yeah, I don't like that as much as Drake's at all. Yeah. Also, that, here's the problem. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Cam. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just saying like it was. I ain't gonna say too hard, but I like Drake's. Drake had jokes. It had. It was very light beats. Um, yeah, I prefer Drake's. My Drake's, Drake's version is much better. Yeah. Uh, Here's here's uh Arab's Wikipedia page. Oh. Uh two thousand five murder case. Uh he was one of the three men wanted by police in connection to an April fifteenth shooting that left one man dead, two others injured. Oh, that's not good. Prominent rapper Cassie was the main suspect with Ab and the third unidentified man wanted as accomplices in December two thousand eight. Uh interview with Philly Heat TV, AR Ab revealed that he was found not guilty, having spent two years fighting the case. Two thousand thirteen prison sentence. Uh on April 13, 2013, media outlets reported an ominous tweet from rapper A.R. Ab, uh, referring to, uh, to, uh, past crime, which caught up on him. Three years ago, I got caught in a big drug trafficking raid. If you caught up, it just caught up to me. Now I gotta pay the price. I'm doing my final show tonight. Um, so, uh, April 26, he was, there was a the videographer uploaded a video of him turning himself into authorities uh shootings december incident late 2000 september 2011 oh my ar ab survived being shot 10 times oh yeah well look i'm just saying hey me 50 just saying might not be the dude you want to talk shit to that's all yeah no 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 uh, mm-hmm. no he the he he the wrong one might want to leave no. that alone mm-hmm. drake drake could give you a nice little dr seuss nursery rhyme to a beat and skip on about his way but this one you might actually get a bullet son yeah um a woman runs the london marathon without a tampon oh and bleeds freely to raise awareness oh why to raise awareness karen but what did a woman has a period people know this is a natural thing a state of beauty in the world and people should be aware of it and not judge Karan Gandhi, who plays drums for singer M.I.A. and Three Thievery Corporation, decided to run the London London Marathon without a tampon. Gandhi let her blood flow freely to raise awareness about women who have no access to feminine products and encourage women not to be embarrassed about their periods. See, Karen, you sounded embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed about my period. I have feminine women products, and so do you, ma'am. I ran the whole marathon with my period blood running down my legs. 26 year old wrote about the April race on her website. Gandhi at Harvard Business School graduate wrote that she got her period the night before the big race and thought that a tampon would be uncomfortable while she ran. But that isn't the only reason she decided to let it flow. I ran with blood dripping down my legs for the sisters out there who have, who don't have access to tampons and sisters who, despite cramping and pain, hide it away and pretend like it doesn't exist. 
she added i ran to say it does exist and we we could we overcome it every day what if she just forgot her tampon that morning and then she's like fuck oh wait i know how i can spin this wouldn't that be awesome you know like when you forget something no okay yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah or it just started and she was just unaware yeah that's what i'm saying what if she just like oh man i got my period during the middle of my race oh you know what i'm just gonna say this is for the spread awareness i'm not here for none of this so karen's not a fan no i am not you want to help the women off uh uh, run for awareness and get money where we can we can send them feminine products well she wanted to highlight the sentiment of period shaming in the language surrounding women's menstrual cycles she wrote on her site that on the marathon course sexism can be beaten i feel like karen is period shaming y'all to be honest i'm not period shaming no i I feel like you're ashamed i feel like you're ashamed what am i period of, no. of women having periods and and letting it flow just because it's unsanitary you gonna you got a problem with that and it smells and it is it, 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 in clots and all kinds of other bullshit goes along with the period mm. well i for one am toxic shocked that you would even be upset <laughs> if she wants to let it bleed into her daily life from the a.m to the p.m's then that is her decision to make <laughs> and no one she goes, no one should have anything to say regarding her cycle she gonna let it she gonna let it flow from the wings to the tips <laughs> no one should have anything to say about it regarding her cycle period <laughs> now i don't mean to tamp on your parade karen you don't mean to me i'm not trying to tamp on your parade right but yeah. she chooses to pad her stats by giving everyone a demonstration a demonstration i say who are we to clog up her aunt flo we we not i don't have no strings about it stink about it karen yeah because they because she was thinking i'm just saying stink about it all right nasty sanitary napkins uh all right uh i couldn't figure a way to work that one out um let's see here oh here's some good news there's been a couple good news things actually california restores voting rights to nearly sixty thousand released prisoners good mm-hmm Love I, hope, I hope most states do that bullshit too uh good. secretary of state alex padilla reversed the state policy to disenfranchise residents who had completed their prison time but remained under community supervision the move is expected to allow nearly sixty thousand californians to have their voting rights restored uh, as the state continues to chip away at its unconstitutionally large prison population through the early release programs far more can benefit from the policy in years to come there is strong evidence that reintegrating former inmates back into society by helping them find jobs and housing gives them a better chance of not reoffending. i think voting is a key part of that uh padilla said tell think, pro- think progress is giving people a voice in their communities for me is equal parts the right thing to do for voting rights uh, and public safety perspective so good man that's that's dope glad to hear that uh, yep don't get a lot of good news these days unless president obama's doing it so finally some good news from somewhere else all right and they're a lot of debt so they like we, we trying to get all y'all off the books you know they almost reverse you know how when you got a surplus you don't give a fuck but you know when when you start being a devil you're like Mm-mm, we, we got to cut corners and get people off the payroll it costs to keep these folks in jail that's correct 
on wednesday a federal appeals court ruled that texas voter id law is discriminatory and violates portions of the voting rights act uh we are pleased uh that the court of appeals agreed unanimously with the district uh court said attorney general loretta lynch in the statement so good and i hope they do that bullshit here in north carolina too because as soon as they lifted up that ban every fucking state in the south that normally have a lot of these rules and regulations act like everybody in the world was voter fraud and here mm-hmm. in north carolina they actually still going on and the the lady they asked to have been covering this shit for years she was like less than one percent of people actually uh have been reported as being voter frauds and the people's like well we don't know she was like no 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 statistically if this was an issue why aren't we reporting it like it's not an issue this is some bullshit she didn't say this but this is what i'm saying this is some bullshit that y'all making up just so y'all can disenfranchise people yeah dr dre is donating all of his new album royalties to build a performance arts center center in compton good yep man you know you got a new album compton a soundtrack it's on apple music uh i think apple music streaming uh, exclusively um so people can uh listen to it i've been hearing good things i haven't listened to it yet yeah i've been hearing good things about it too and uh people had a, a ball with that straight out of he had like a thing where he had straight out of compton and they had it where you could put straight out of and you could like add your own phrase and like put your photos and stuff behind it i didn't know because i was like where all this straight out of stuff coming from and people had a field day with that because with meek it was like straight out of lyrics like everybody mm. just started having all types of jokes uh it was uh, good and fun uber let an alleged rapist drive for them on a fake permit oh how did that happen i don't know but uber man you guys really uh really gotta start doing some better background checks a lot of rape happening in the uber i don't need a small chance of rape with every ride you know what i mean right right 90 percent chance of rape with every ride yeah 90 percent chance that (laughs) that there might not be a rape every time i hop in a car which gives me a 10 percent chance that there will be right And and the thing about uber is that uh a lot of states like some whole states are like fighting for them not even to come to the state because they just feel like you're taking up our money but they're a lot cheaper than the taxes because taxes are fucking expensive depending on where you are what time of the day and if you're coming from the airport and shit like that mm-hmm. um an uber driver accused of raping a pastor in dallas last week allegedly used a fake permit to outwit the company screening process and would never have gotten a job if the company had checked the city database first the car hailing service which continues to assist is just a technology company that doesn't employ drivers has that's how they get away from not paying their employees basically has repeatedly been accused of half-assing its background checks and has promised to screen drivers more carefully yeah that's because you need to get sued over that 56 year old talal ali shamut had a prior conviction of for assault and also spent six years in prison for federal weapons charge after he allegedly tried to buy stolen government weapons and equipment from a federal witness oh shit yep um so he would have been ineligible for a driving permit from the city of dallas which won't issue documents to felons until five years after their release city officials say he got around the restriction by using another driver's permit number which was expired in 2010 and nobody caught that nope although a city the check of city databases to which uber and other ride sharing companies have access would have turned up the discrepancy uber just didn't even look wow yep so i don't i don't know if we have uber here or not but we but here in charlotte we're a car driver we do have it we do have it okay maddie is a, a uber driver oh yeah I, you can sign up and do it 
Oh, okay. I didn't know, but I know overall most people here drive. Like, well, we nah, 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 a lot of people down at bars and stuff, they get drunk, they need a ride home. Uber is cheap, so they, they get an Uber home instead of a taxi. Hmm. Uh, he allegedly dropped sense. the passenger off in Dallas's West Oak Cliff, then followed her inside her home and raped her. It's currently being held on a $100,000 bond. Shit. Yep. So, that's some yeah. scary shit, man. I don't know how you get over that you know as a company that that's true too um all right um what else did i want to talk about there was one more oh kelly osborne apparently went on the view and she was going in on donald trump and she kind of messed up by saying that in her defense of latino people mm-hmm. she kind of said something a little racist she kind of might have said that if you kick all the Latino people out, who's going to clean your toilets? Oh, uh, ain't Rosa Perez still there? Um, yeah, Rosa Perez still there. Okay, I want to be sure because I know, you know her countdown is coming. Well, she's going to be leaving soon. Yeah. If you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? Oh, that's... No. In the sense that... No. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying there's that... More, there's more jobs to be... In L.A., they always... But, but, but they Latinos don't, are not only the no, only people... No, I didn't mean it like that. that. Come on. No, I would never no, mean it like that. Okay. okay. I'm not part of this argument with... I think what you're saying is, is that it, Trump himself... And you should look at... Probably relies on a lot of these people that he's insulting. I... I... Yeah, that's what happened when you get dummies on the air i'm not trying to be funny to talk about shit that they have no goddamn idea and they just get up there and just say the dumb shit to come out their mouth i just like that she went like uh rosie perez immediately was like oh no no no, no. you don't say that <laughs> baby why like she did turn into that latino woman from the from family guy no no right. she was like oh no. no she was like i was with you till you say that you know um, like she you know you could now i don't think here's the thing this is another time where someone's being progressive but they're just a little racially tone deaf right she clearly didn't mean it in a way no. where it was like all latinos do is clean toilets right that's why I ru- and that's why all russia was like no i know you didn't mean it but like no, we were all no. rooting for you that's no, just you, all, oh. you almost had it all no if you kick every latino out of this country then who is going to be cleaning your toilet donald trump like oh no. just no, oh man no, 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 if you kick all the black people out who's gonna eat all this watermelon and chicken no it's not gonna no, eat itself no, what oh what no. what no clearly i'm on your side i have this no, accent no no uh <laughs> i didn't mean it like that come on no that's just your response to everything you say no no yeah. no if we kick all the women out who's gonna have their periods and get <laughs> attitudes when they ask questions right um and nosey perez uh, uh i mean rosie perez said no kelly osborne is on our side and i was sensitive my disdain should go only to donald trump so i'm sorry darling uh and then osborne said no you don't have to apologize to me i love you rosie and perez went on to extend an olive branch on twitter my apologies to Kylie, Kelly Osborne. I took your point wrong. Hashtag Trump. Hashtag Latinos. My bad. Your heart is so pure and righteous. I adore you at the view. But despite that, other people did bring it up. Jose Antonio Vargas, uh, brought up, he said, dear at Kelly Osborne, almost half the women in LA, 48% are Latinos, and they're not all cleaning toilets. <laughs> ah. uh, uh, Johnny Icon, whoever this guy is, said, this is the reality of racism on America, in American TV. 
uh rosie has to provide has to apologize to kelly osborne after kelly's racist remark um and kelly it's funny because remember we covered this she left fashion police because juliana rancic was criticized for comments about the lock hairstyle of zendaya zendaya coleman Mm -hmm. and she was like oh no i gotta leave this is this is too racist for me i'm out and now it's like oh was it really was it really really or you were just ready to go because your ratings went down yeah i mean joan rivers died that was the end of that show for me correct and i honestly think a lot of them realize that and they just you honest let's just keep it real they just use that as an excuse to dip uh it's sad but i really don't even think it had nothing to do with that comment it was like oh this is a good excuse for me to leave without people really thinking that i'm quitting for dumb reasons what i liked about joan is that she wouldn't apologize she stuck to her gun she was like yes i said it fuck you she, do, 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 do. she basically was like look what we do is be mean to people we are bullies that's our job and i was like good like you stop stop trying to act like you're not that's what people tune in for right you know? it's like whenever bash people it's like whenever reality tv shows try to do like a positive story and you're just like what what are you talking about you know what i mean if let's talk about the trash that i tuned into your station for let's talk about postpartum depression y'all you're like what why, why would we need to talk about that on this show <laughs> right y'all y'all were just talking about you know having an affair on your husband and <laughs> right and and putting the pussy on the chain wax now we on this <laughs> such bullshit <laughs> i hate that shit um so yeah uh let me go back to uh let's do something fun speaking of ratchet bullshit that people tune in to hear about no no fucking with black people today okay mm, no Mm-mm. bernie you won a hundred right um <laughs> let's uh let's do uh ball alert Gotta hear your 12 bar, Gucci man got a car. We don't call them down no more, oh now we call them five star. Five star diggers, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five, that's that new M6. Yeah, yeah, hell fix my even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I ain't even lie. I don't hoop a hot. Do not need her, will not hear her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. is a scrub. See, she love me now, she love me now. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, look up Gucci, girl, and beat me. And you can find a five-star hotel you can meet. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch. Just a five-star bitch. Just a five-star bitch. Just your credits go high. Beat the nails, stay fly. Keep your juice box sweat. And your head something fine. And you a five-star bitch. You a five-star bitch. You a five. All right. Here are your choices, chat room. We'll let you pick. Number one, baller male, Sixers Nick Young, fucked me like a two cent hoe, part two. Oh shit, now part two. Dun dun dun. The story continues. Number two, Gruber tells, thanks to Walker Flocker, I met Young Joey, best sex ever. Number three, woman claims Wale's got a small package and is bad in bed. Ha ha ha! 
number four gruber tells you not as high the pulls an all-nighter and number five gruber tells i had sex with jim jones but his baby mama was in the way can't calculate those votes okay I do grade A shit. And this the remix, and still out here looking for a five star chick. With a five star chick. She was about to go on hustle, she ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. Never fuck a buster. And the cons and your jury, that shit really don't excite her. Ain't a hating ass hoes in the club, won't fight her. She was born in the eight, with the school in DC. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, then she moved to Tennessee. If you ain't a five star shorty, that'll make it face to face. Goofy face, you a shorty, that'll make it basic. It ain't a five star. One. Number one. Baller male. Sixes Nick Young effed me like a two cent hoe. Part two. The Reeve hoeing in. Yeah, because I think we covered number one. Mm hmm. Part two. Electric Boogaloo. Ha <laughs> uh the young lady who sent in the nick young groovy tale wants to you to know that you guys have it all wrong and her intentions were taken out of context she sent in this baller mail and thought it was the best to pass it on maybe you guys will better understand her side maybe you won't i'll leave it up to you to determine read on um so let me revisit the first one because i don't remember what happened in the first one i think we covered the first one yeah we definitely read the first one i just don't remember the whole story uh he was the first celebrity i came across was well, specifically he's the dumbest but far richest in my observations i remember seeing him on media takeout with his longtime girlfriend tiana taylor got into a little tussle so i tweeted about it they, okay she tagged him on the tweet and that's when she got his digits and stuff and um he invited her to his place let's see um and five minutes later he asked what's up the sex question and uh it wasn't okay at the moment he fucked me like a two-cent hoe and didn't have a problem showing it he got up rinsed off in the bathroom explained he had good news and bad news the good news he wasn't expecting it to be good the bad news is he was tired and wanted to go to bed <laughs> i remember yeah. that i remember that when he kicked her out okay all right so now let's see what she has to say baller alert I assume your readers didn't understand the concept. I wasn't looking for a relationship with Nick, nor was I attempting to spend the night. It was already agreed upon that Nick has to spend money, nothing more, nothing less. How much should never be pressured? That's what broke hoes do. Anybody knows the broke ones. Anybody knows that we will only chase him away. Wait, that that will only chase him away. I've dealt with plenty of wealthy men, which helps me develop two nonprofits here in Atlanta. Oh, the kids depending on you? No. Ah! I haven't accomplished this finishing college and working hard. I earned this by being the Senate's mistress, flying to, to athletes, visiting lawyers and investors. I never had to speak about a number because it was automatically given. I was never handed anything less than 5000 never once did i have a, to give a number so i didn't think to do such a thing with nick because i never had to i was dogged i didn't seek revenge for fame that's why i left out my name i only seek revenge because all the skyping phone calls and text messages was unnecessary if he was going to do what he did he could have pulled that out out the club i could have stayed home and he could have kept his 300 dollars. thanks for reading 
so what do your thoughts have they changed let's see what the latest say oh okay okay so so this okay so she did the first story mm-hmm. and this is kind of her commenting on what pia Brad was saying yeah because she got drug in them comments oh, remember yeah. that yes love is a losing game says loser in my phaedra voice this bitch ah! needs to this bitch needs to quit lying you would know senate's mistress continue with your non-profits because you clearly don't know how to make a profit mm. oh my this tito mckenna hilton says i understand the concept very well closed mouths don't get fed point blank period you're up in here trying to talk about broke hoes only discuss numbers and you made it clear that he was expecting to spend money but are bitching about getting three hundred dollars for your time three hundred dollars is money if the three hundred dollars is such an insult you should have just laughed it off left the money on the dresser and charge your experience up to the game now this post clearly makes it seem as if you are used to how things go so you should have known better than to count your chickens before they hatch cheap men exist in all walks of life to assume a correlation between a man's financial status and his generosity is foolish if you have made your expectations clear for from jump the ladies and gentlemen's a ball alert a gentleman a ball alert wouldn't have to read your simple ass wet ass dry purse hotel oh 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 yeah she's talking about uh tyrone yeah he didn't he didn't want terrell. Gen- terrell sorry he didn't want gentleman uh 11 8 says keep in mind in the text message nick young clearly said that he had known if he had known she was selling that pussy he wouldn't have called her that alone tells me that there was never a clear understanding that he was supposed to give her money she told him to pay what he weighs and he ignored her for two days that was a sign right there lol right love is a losing game says at 11 it also tells me that one that he one did not want a prostitute even if she was the homie two he may have liked her three he, he invested his concept of time time in her for this bitch is dumber than we think pretty pretty ah. young pretty young thing says something is missing he might have did her like that because she kept playing him to the left all those times i don't know Brittany beauty says i still would have took this one to the grave and i'm not trying to be rude but he ain't all that in my eyes did she really think this skinny nigga was gonna put in work this poor baby ah! don't even have any muscles child nala says i'm getting annoyed with this guy lol 11a says at Brittany beauty she said she did put in he did put put in work though girl and the skinny ones usually had the best sex in my opinion lol love is a losing game says at nala i was starting to like him maybe i'm miss maybe i'm interpreting something wrong but i don't see what he did wrong i just think this girl is confused about her status as a prostitute i mean she oh. takes she takes pride in being a mistress getting a call at noon and arrives at 3 30 a.m wants folks to pay like they weigh but is not selling puss sounds like she is confused to me why you say oh Karen? I, I think that's right she's clearly a prostitute she's yes this is what she, she just don't want right she, she just want to be a polite prostitute like yeah don't I, work like that i expect five thousand dollars but it should just be you know understood <laughs> no 11 a says i don't see what he did wrong either in fact she's lucky she got three hundred dollars she was about to leave with empty pockets she sure was a simple bijou says clearly she wasn't that offended because she took that three hundred dollars at the end of the day she could have gotten more than two minutes if she wasn't so busy getting her super head on black butterfly says i just hope she put that measly 300 dollars back into her non-profit organization <laughs> can't get a kids can't get a kid semen money black butterfly come on oh semen money's been the same married married i says i just 
oh wait marie dime i'm sorry <laughs> marie dime anyway marie dime says just charge it to the game enough said k Tarati says in the words of mr young i have good news and bad news good news is i didn't expect her to come back for round two bad news is you need to figure out whether or not you're a hooker in the text after he said ah! in the text after he said he wouldn't have invited her if he knew she was selling she says i'm not selling so i don't know what she wants us to think i have so much more to say but like nick said bad news is i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) nat love nat black love says she done caught feelings because she was exposed for what she really was and what really happened it's okay boo don't be mad at us i am sure you can make 300 dollars putting on that 46 inch ass on the corner I just tried this for a while to say they kept bragging about the size of her ass, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had a big old ass, apparently. Um, instead of lurking and writing a, another useless email, why not create a profile and tell us what you did with the three hundred dollars? <laughs> Shelly says, I earned this by being the Senate's mistress. So she the whole Senate mistress? Like all of them? All um not a few senators, the entire Senate? Oh, okay i still don't believe her she better take that gas money dust her pussy off and rewrite the terms of her coochie contract to make them more explicit and take this as a lesson learned uh-huh. <laughs> love is a loser game said that sentence is what killed her cred to me and laugh my ass off and laugh my ass off nat and please create a profile like keto suggested and clear your name honey they just want to roast us some more love smooches says who starts a job and doesn't know the salary bitch if you don't knock it off either you a hoeing or you won't pick a side and slowly explain ah. this shit one more again i don't see what nick did wrong it sound like he offering 300 dollars for gas money is a gesture of someone who might have cared for a homie like he said he didn't know you were slanging puss maybe your next two non-profit organizations should be to learn to conjugate verbs and clearly negotiate contracts oh no carla jenkins says haha and love smooches you know what that she's lying not only is she a prostitute but she doesn't own any non-profits her mentioning that is her way of still saying that she's better than everyone else you, mm. you think that too no that could be valid tawny baby says i earned this by being the sentence mistress flying to athletes visiting lawyers and investors i never had to speak about a number because it was automatically given so is she a prostitute i'm not understanding oh everybody's like trying to figure out baby are you a prostitute or not if you are don't be ashamed cj says i'm saying though she emailed responses and shit it makes you look (laughs) even more silly to justify your pussy transaction just come to terms that he caught you on a clearance rack night and keep it moving oh caught on sale buy one get one 50 percent off this pussy ain't bogo (laughs) no it's not uh me says i literally said part two oh man why she should have just embraced her wholeness shelly says maybe nick young was hitting it under her non-profit not-for-profit pussy charity <laughs> cj ah! says laugh my ass off shelly you saying the owner of the non-profits are her pussy dead lovers lose game says i literally cracked up loud as hell lol man this post here there are some true zingers love smooch cj and this pussy love uh lol i can go i can't go back because i will lose my comment but i have been given life and life again up in here <laughs> uh laugh my ass off at cj you're gonna ha- you're going to have pussy in the grace jones voice playing in my head all day care bear says so basically she's a prostitute with two non-profit organizations and she's salty for getting 300 dollars. oh okay miss good said um 
i should have known this is some bs when i saw there was a part two okay she said how much should never be pressured that's what broke hoes do but she does but she gets mad but she got mad that he gave her three hundred dollars so she said if so if she said broke ho that she is referring to girl bye she should have kept part two right next to part one in her damn closet if he show if she gets flown out by senate side eye why even bother with this nick nigga child please dsc says this is all very stupid at first i thought she didn't need the money and now that's how she's going to make money girl just say you are a prostitute and name your price things will bode over so much easier next time i doubt that punani is worth five thousand dollars i'm just saying last page Brittany beauty says at 11 eight skinny dudes with muscles put in the work best work in my eyes lol chaco says at this point i think she should just stop talking nothing she is saying is making her look any better not even her being candid that all she really is is a prostitute now she's naming senators this is too much and not worth it why don't she just give him his 300 dollars back so she can be over it <laughs> and then she said well claiming senators not naming one and only says the hilarious part is he tweeted at nick shaggy p yeah i keep it 300 23 hours ago so swaggy swag swaggy if he tweeted out i keep it 300 on twitter 300 dollars you must be reading so about this group obviously he be he be in the comment sections miss private said this just made my damn day miss private also said ball alert you should have mr chipotle and mr 300 chime in ah kita j says they're laughing at the situation while she's stressed and pressed about being outed as a prostitute life happens empress so divine says nope this is not a change not changing things she messed it up for herself by assuming she can now return to her senatorial duties nick can write that 300 dollars off as a charitable donation donation all right off his taxes mm-hmm. mrs b hell says lab my ass off at mckenna i personally think she was insulted by him giving money in the first place like i'm fine with that just fine just fuck just fuck but all of a sudden you're giving me money then i think my puss is worth more than 300 dollars miss b Helms must be her uh and corinne says girl you played yourself because as soon as he wouldn't have responded after the pay like you weigh text i would have paid him dust lol like you seen press for someone else who used to be making five figures well that's it for that ball alert mm-hmm. thanks shout out to that chat room I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the poop man. And none of these hoes doing shows in a recession. The cars get declined, now they're suffering a depression. While spending meals, having all kinds of deals. I'm a five-star bitch, eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle, like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see my bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram. Logging on that E trade. Five star, here's a five star, here's a five star, here's a five star. Here's a plane to go high, these nails stay fly, and the juice box wet, and your head something fire. You a five star, 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 you a five star.
Just had an epiphany, I need to go to Tiffany. Finley on my slippers and my cookies always slippery. Something cause I pay the bills on time. So I be yelling something but I fell those signs. Look, nigga, finger, you a free star. When I put them in my dream car, uh, yeah, I stutter. How did you do hyphen? Barbie, you can kinda put the rice in. I was doing my weaving. They was booing and weaving. You got audition. Ask little Wayne who the five star bitch is. All right. Time to play our game. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they are racist. Extremely, extremely fucking racist people. What is wrong with y'all? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to be this way? Is all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. How about this story? A shirtless man claiming to be tarzan was arrested after swinging from trees in a california zoo oh okay mm-hmm. no nope. sometimes you got to Did do the call too <laughs> this is uh, the planter that he was climbing in up and over the little fence and into the trees even the tall bamboo for a time and just over another much taller barrier of the monkeys and the lagoon with some rather people unfriendly swans Mid-morning Tuesday, John William Roddenborn was on the run, and Santa Ana Zoo personnel found themselves just trying to keep up. The 911 call gives a sense of just how bizarre. We have a, a gentleman who is um, appears to be under the influence of something and is climbing in our trees and jumping into animal exhibits. Oh, okay. Ah! From there, it was anyone's guess on just what would play out. Well, in this early August morning, the zoo, it was packed. One of our zoo staff tried to follow him, lost him, found him again. But when he saw him the second time, he was shirtless, covered with mud, and right in the uh, bushes over there, um, claiming that he was Tarzan. Police would arrive, and this would transition to a short foot pursuit. The 36-year-old was arrested for possession of methamphetamine. Police say prior arrests include drug and burglary charges. Those working the front gate here at the Santa Ana Zoo aren't entirely sure how he got in. No one remembers selling him a ticket. You know, I don't know all the animals they have here, but some monkeys can be mean. Some monkeys can hurt you. This could have gone bad. I think that goes to the credit of the zoo um, director in the way he handled the situation. Police say Ron Bourne is a transient. He has since been cited and released. In Santa Ana, Dave Meekham, KTLA 5 News. Man. Well, let me uh, ask the chat room. Guess the race of Mr. John Williams Roddenborn, um, a.k.a. Tarzan. D evolved caucasoid and actual porch monkey black swinging from tree branches by choice white white pale yeah, face mb within what the west lake the district some of the locals around here call this the belmont neighborhood that's enough news Fact. we already covered this all right now ah. 
where was i at with this racism um pale face didn't refer to him as ape white whiter than the standards who keep trying to infiltrate this chat yeah i saw them tarzan was a white man i suspected meth was involved in this oh white by the way white white man on an impossible mission george of the jungle white the correct answer is white some of you guys did miss it so i'm sorry have you not seen tarzan people he don't even look like i know how did you guess black (laughs) yeah how did you guess black oh shit oh all right um uh there's a lottery winner who uh won uh 188 million dollar powerball but uh people are complaining brunswick county sheriff's office has confirmed wway's earlier first on three report that a man in jail under a six million dollar bond has been released six million dollars god damn lamar mcdowell has been in jail since deputies arrested him july 23rd for allegedly violating the curfew requirements of his pre-trial release deputies arrested mcdowell at the shallot home he shares with marie holmes prosecutors say holmes who won the 188 million dollar powerball jackpot on Fe- in february was behind his release on three million dollars bond in march hmm. t- nigga i love you but god damn it you breaking the law like that mm-hmm. your ass gonna stay but you got the money Karen. that ain't the point the point is if i didn't have the money your ass would be in there anyway you're just gonna let all this good dick just sit in jail okay yes i am a serious do right i'm 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 i'm, I'm like the white lives matter people you you asked when they did it you would have been in jail a sheriff's office um spokeswoman says a bondsman posted today uh bond for mcdowell who was released with a gps monitoring device bondsmen do not have to reveal who paid them to post bond but Holmes apparently responded to criticism from readers on our facebook page uh what y'all need to be worried about is y'all money and not how i spend mine this is benefiting y'all how and no he's no drug dealer or user but who are all y'all to judge anybody i would definitely pray for y'all much because it is much needed they talked about jesus so i'm not surprised y'all are talking about me but be blessed though ah yes yes because it ain't none of our business that she want to blow her money like that that's her business she can take do whatever the fuck she want to with her money you would have let me stay in jail though i see mm-hmm. read a comment from home's facebook account but, on post but, but, but that's just me though be blessed mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mcdowell who goes by a street name hot sauce oh what kind of hot sauce texas pete lamar house house mcdowell he was one of the three suspects arrested in november in 2020 hot sauce what change your little hot sauce yeah yeah 2014 is part of a year-long investigation he was charged with crimes including trafficking heroin and possession with intent to manufacture sell and deliver heroin the investigation stemmed from an incident in july in the shalai area where more than eight thousand bags of heroin was seized mcdowell's criminal history includes convictions for assault on a female assault and several counts of drug possession dating back to 2000 holmes 26 walked away from nearly 88 million dollars after taking the lump sum 
I walked away with $88 million taking a lump sum and paying taxes. So, guess the race of Lamar Hot Sauce McDowell and his, his, uh, fiance, um, what was her first name? Uh, Marie Holmes. Let's see what the chat room has to say. 188 mil will be blown on putting out his mixtape black he and his he and his trap queen are black i shouldn't just go by his voice by this voice where i use but the words just screamed that neck rolling and clapping went along with this quote Ah. black gotta save my baby daddy from the prison i'ma pray for y'all be blessed black people complaining he must be black and his wife is definitely black rick james was right should have never gave you niggas money f your couch black sharasha black just signed a book deal for his autobiography a homeboy named hot sauce black the correct <laughs> answer is black <laughs> oh boy named hot sauce <laughs> that's hilarious um all right let's go to the bonus round of guest the race um double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round of guest the race so far everybody is two for two just about um and we're gonna get into the bonus round to see if you guys can keep it going uh let's see and also this bonus round is brought to you by bevel Mm -hmm. you can get clearer and smoother skin with bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system created for with for men with coarse curly hair okay a lot of you guys going out here looking rough and you want to get yourself looking nice get your skin looking good get them bumps up off your face get that irritation up off your your, uh, dermal layers Mm-hmm. I think you need to do it. I think you need to go with Bevel. I did it. And my face is smooth as eggs, baby. It is. Dermatologist tested uh by Dr. Michelle Henry. Four out of five men reported reduced razor uh bumps, discoloration, and irritation. You know, it's up it's time to upgrade your shaving routine. All right, right now, a lot of you guys, you're not really getting in there and, and enjoying yourself. You don't have a sexy shaving routine like I do. You gotta get that get that that shaving cream on you get that shaving brush you know get that priming oil on your face get that cool restoring balm when you're done you smell like a million bucks tell me you need to do this hop about the shower smelling looking feeling refreshed that's what it's all about man so make sure you guys do that you want to go to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt that's tbgwt at bevel.com getbevel.com and it's 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com code tbgwt uh upgrade your shaving game man stop looking stupid start looking <laughs> ah! start looking cool um all right bonus round guess the race um here's one a man is accused of killing a stranger who was masturbating near his girlfriend oh okay fighting for her honor i guess apparently so Uh, a little bit of possessiveness thrown in there a little jealousy maybe uh a man is accused of choking to death a stranger who is allegedly masturbating near his girlfriend rafael valencia with valencia 
rafael valencia 35 faces a murder charge after killing a killing in miami oh florida police were called to the home on north river drive to reports of an unresponsive man in july the victim was found in the bedroom he was pronounced dead at the scene he's in the bedroom yeah valencia told the police he came home to find a man pleasuring himself near his partner and punched him several times for placing him in a chokehold he called emergency services and fled the scene before police arrived he was arrested tuesday man it seems like there's a lot going on in that story yeah it would have been messed up he wasn't even thinking about her he died for nothing well you know he was choking that chicken then he got choked like a chicken that he is guess Guess the race chat room see what you guys leave but yeah it makes sense to me hispanic one who would choke and drown on the water of his back he choked the polo hispanic uh 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 enemy of trump latino only scarface less that white stuff near his woman latino main oh. the dead man seed is the only one in that room born in america hispanic latino hispanic el jefe el polo loco cuban as a sandwich the correct answer is he was a latino man All right, now let's get into uh, some sword ratchetness, everybody. I always sound like somebody's fighting over dessert. Well, then I guess dinner is served. (laughs) Yes, it is sword wielding sharing man arrested after threatening his mother why a sharing man was arrested thursday after police say he threatened his mother and stepfather with a sword oh everybody can song gage carozzi 19 is charged with domestic violence and making terroristic threats following the meek street incident police say it all began when his girlfriend started breaking items in around the in the house in the house after being served an eviction notice carozzi was also arguing with his mother at the time situation escalated according to officers carozzi retrieved a large sword from his bedroom carozzi allegedly proceeded to have waved the sword from the house's porch holding it above his head and threatening to decapitate his mother and stepfather the suspect however never got the chance to act on his words as police soon arrived on the scene and arrested him carozzi is currently being held in mercy county jail his preliminary hearing is set for next week you would attack your own mother really apparently so that's 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 what's man these people man a man stabbed his father to death with a sword at his parents suburban philadelphia home after declaring that he wasn't going to let his father control his mind anymore okay mm-hmm. in west philadelphia born and raised mm-hmm. he didn't spend his time on the playground in the armory is where i spent most of my days right in his sword room apparently swinging and slashing outside of the school and and i popped the ball when they threw it at me <laughs> your raps don't rhyme they ain't got the rhyme eli goodrich was arraigned wednesday on criminal homicide and weapons possession charge in the death of 67 year old alan goodrich on tuesday eli goodrich 26 who recently moved to philadelphia with his fiance was on a weekend a weekly visit to his family in middleton township home when his mother heard him arguing with his father you are not going to control my mind anymore he told his father according to court documents i have to kill you 
Mm-hmm. Eli Goodrich told his mother he loved her, went downstairs and stabbed his father in the stomach with a long bladed sword. Then his mother came downstairs, she found her husband sitting in the chair with a sword protruding from his stomach. Well, goddamn. He left the sword in his daddy's stomach. Wow. Eli was standing next to him. Don't worry, mom. It's a fake sword, Eli said. It collapses. That's what he told her? Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm seeing real blood, though. That blood ain't fake. He then pulled it from his father's stomach, covered in blood. <gasps> Alan Goodrich died less than an hour later at a hospital. It wasn't clear what the dispute was about. Well, he's trying to control his mind, baby. You got to kill your daddy for that. A message couldn't be left Wednesday at a number that Eli listed, so he does not have an attorney. All right, guys, we'll be back. Uh, not tomorrow, because we're going to see Dragon Ball Z, the movie. We'll be back Tuesday. We'll be back Tuesday, y'all. At 6. So Mm -hmm. until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.